Hey, just quickly before you listen to this podcast, if you are not one of our little ferals yet, then you need to be. We would love you to be part of our little feral family. And when you are part of our little feral family, you'll get some more juicy gossip. We've got extra podcasts and it's the price of a coffee a month. It's £3 or £3.50 a month. Guys, it's cheap as chips. You can find the link in our Instagram bios at Laura Summers Lifestyle at Becky Hayes UK or in the description of this podcast wherever you listen to it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Laura and Becky show. So most of you know the story by now. We were on the radio. We got sacked, so we flew off to Mallorca. We got drunk and we were like, we're going to start a podcast. We are now sponsored by East Midlands Airport, Prince Family Law Solicitors and Red Brick Estate Agents. Um, So it's Wednesday and on a Wednesday, we like to have a guest on. We kind of want to up our games games game game yeah up our game with getting (laughs) guests on we do we've actually got a little list haven't we we started doing it at the beginning of this season a kind of like a a list of people that we'd like to get on and you know what it's not like we're not getting celebs on or anything like that it's normal people with blooming good stories that's what we like we always talk about mike don't we Yes. So Mike, who is the man who does not worry, was he's a normal guy with a fascinating life story. We got such a good response from that and we want more of that. Kind of think take a break. Do you know what? I had a look at the modern day take a break. Yeah, I had a look at the front of a take a break the other day and um, the the titles of the stories are awesome. It's like my mum got impregnated by an alien. (laughs) Mate, do you know that I was on the front cover of Take a Break? Stop it. I swear to When? Which one? Um, I don't know which one. Hang on. No, sorry. Weren't you on the cover? It was Take a Puzzle. <laughs> Not Take a Break. Take a 
puzzle. Take a puzzle. Do or whatever a puzzle. It's do a puzzle. It's like take a puzzle. But it's the Take a Breaks puzzle book, I think. Have you still got it? Oh yeah, it's in my mum's front room in her drawer. So I'll have to get it out. What? Just modelling? Yeah, it's me and a me do and you a like guy. Doing a crossword. I don't mind it do actually. You? Yeah, I don't. On a Sunday, I quite What's like the, it. What's um, the number one Sudoku? <laughs> You ever tried doing that? That's a bit much for me. Yes, a simple my, crossword. My stepdad used to do Stuka on the toilet. Men do like doing it on the toilet. Don't they? Sometimes you go into people's toilets and they've got a little crossword thing puzzle. next to the toilet, <laughs> yeah. haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's I their time to just relax, isn't it? And like take a load take off, a poo. Literally, I um, I don't have time. My poos come out very quickly. Oh my god! I literally, I, I, I <laughs> sorry, but I get no. Honestly, do you take ages doing a poo? No, I don't take ages, but I wouldn't sound like vumpf either. No, mine is vumpf. Are they? I wonder. I've got another friend, right? Who I is a ridiculously stop? I literally, I'll go and do a poo. I will come back out, and my husband will be like, "You just done it." I'm like, "Yeah." What do you tell him? You're going for a poo. So he knows you're going in for number two. Well, occasionally. I mean, I don't announce I'll it. I'll a poo, love. I'm not. But sometimes we're like, oh, I need a poo. I'll go for a poo. And he'll, I'll come back and he'll be like, it's like have, oh, you, done have it? you done it? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what? I wonder if there's... Sometimes um, I think like I don't Guinness... even need to wipe. Mate, that's disgusting. But I do. That is disgusting. I do, but it comes out so like, whoop, straight out. doesn't even touch the sides. Oh, my God. Uh, there will be but, other people listening that will do please like well, me. Well, yeah, no, I've so one of my really good friends. I'm not going to say who it is, obviously. Say um, she, no, I can't. She is the quickest pooer I've ever known in my life. Again, I, I used to be like, are you? Are you? You've done it. Yeah. Like what? She'll I wonder exactly who's quicker, I mean. you or her? You should have a little race, race one day. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Right, three, two, one, plop, done. See ya. Anyway, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God, we need to change the subject. <laughs> so from poo to our guest. Oh, how? And there's apt. no correlation. No, unless well, actually, she a quick there is a little bit. There is, isn't there? Is the area? There? Yeah. Anyway, Jesus, <laughs> we've never introduced someone like this before. Have I know. We? Yes. Sorry about this. We need to explain how we met this guest as well. So we've got the lovely Zara on today, and we've talked about her quite a lot on this pod because yes. she, oh, she is well, you're hairy godmother oh, is what you've been calling her she's, she's a hair zapper she does laser and we went to see her didn't we in buxton this was a few weeks ago you've been back since yeah i'm gonna be going back a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh it's gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> just got that hair off <laughs> off we go again that's me so we've got lovely zara in today and um how you messaged us didn't you initially oh like, the I message did. was what caught her Thank Attention. you. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty good, to be honest. It was I great. I was pretty proud of myself. Go on, Zara. Tell us what you, what yeah, you messaged what you Well, said. so um, I was introduced... Well, I was told about you guys by the lovely Sammy, who has Coco Travels, who I think is wonderful. And she says, Zara, you need to get in touch with with uh, Laura and Becky. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. So I sat <laughs> there. I had a little, little peruse at yeah. the Instagram. And I saw that you like a pale rose, eh? And you're obviously a little wee bit leery. And I thought, I like these two. <laughs> this is a bit of me. <laughs> so I sat down. I got an Earl Grey because um, that's how... My Earl Grey is a bit like your rose, You know, okay. I, that's my thinking mm. drink. And I thought, you know what? Just go in. Just be you and say, along the lines of, would you like a bit of pale rose, Behave mildly feral and I can zap your fanny. 
<laughs> and I, then I think I finished it off with, well, why wouldn't you? As if, yes. like, God, you know, who Duh. on earth would say no to such an offer? Now, this is oh before you... I mean, you say you had a parouge, had a little stalk on our Insta, mm. but you did not know my hair problem. I did you, not. You did not know. No. So I remember reading your message. First of all, it made me howl because I was just like, this is genius. But when you said about lasering, I thought my prayers have been answered. Yeah, I mean, Laura has literally... She's talked about being hairy on this podcast a lot. And it was literally like the heavens had opened and an angel had come down. She, she couldn't believe it. She was like, mate, mate, look at this message. So, yeah, you literally answered her prayers. Thanks. It's an absolute honour. Thanks. A pleasure. <laughs> but um, we're going to talk about, we are going to talk about hair and how you got to where you are now. But not on the pod today because your previous job pre-lasering hair is very interesting. And we like an interesting story, okay? So, you used to be a prison officer. I did. And that is what we're going to talk about today. First question, how did you get into it? Is it something you always wanted to do? Tell us. <laughs> okay, the story goes like this. I had a cafe in a CrossFit gym in Colchester, where I'm from. And uh, the guy I was with at the time basically said to me, you need to go get a proper job. That oh. was a long and short of it. Oh, we, do, um, we don't like that, do well, we? Well, oh. I think he thought that I just ate a lot of the profits, which I did. I love to eat and I'm, <laughs> I'm a fairly good cook. And so people were getting well fed. I was getting well fed. Right. And I'm probably not great at being like, you know, that's the actual price of it and I want you to pay that. They were all people I knew from the gym and it's <laughs> nice to be nice. So anyway, but I had a great time. So anyway, I said, what do you class as a proper job? And he said something in the civil service. Okay, so I had a look on the civil service website and they were advertising for a prison officer. So I said, how about this? I'm going to be a prison officer. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, well, well, I mean, you know, I said a proper job, but, you know, I'm not, not that keen on that. No, 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 no. You said get a proper job and that's what I'm going to do. So I became a prison officer. Oh, my God. What happens, like, in an interview yeah, for hell? a prison how officer job? Yeah. Like... Is it like a normal interview or well, not? You don't, these days, you don't have an interview as such. Like, everything is done, done online. So you actually, it's quite funny, you play sort of what I would call as a game. So they're trying to assess, like, your skills in certain areas. So, so, for instance, one of them was, like, a series of cartoony-type faces, and it was, like, pick their expressions. Are they sad? Are they happy? Are they confused? Right. Yeah. Well, well, this I sounds all right. That. Yeah, yeah. This, this sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the people that you work with these days, you think, yeah, that that that's probably sums up the recruitment process. Like, a, you know, <laughs> you, you need to, you need to, you know, go old school, meet people, yeah, get them to face say to face. what, yeah. So, so then what what else? So you did your faces, you're happy, so, so sad you did, and all so that. You all that. So you get through these, these stages of the, you know, these games. One of the, God, this was annoying. You had to unlock... Um, like a code so you would press like this button and it was about trying to get the numbers to like line up on this this code thing and but but the more times you pressed it I think you would lose it was like a point system so it was really so you had to pick whether you let it go or whether you kept going and getting it wrong and then lost so yeah. I don't get this bit what I don't they ask you bit. like are you good at turning keys and locking doors yeah because yeah. I would imagine that's quite important in a prison yeah yeah are yeah. you assertive do you have you, like authority yeah. you know yeah 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 can you break up a fight, fight. Yeah. yeah 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 can but, you 
Can you? Do you know you don't serve the mashed potato, do you? That wasn't what you were doing. No, <laughs> no. Although I did work in the kitchen for a bit, so I was oh, making the mashed potato for a bit. But yeah. right. So okay. So obviously but, but, you got the job. So I got the job, and then you go through the training, which you do do. Luckily, right on site. So yeah. So we we trained for uh, eight weeks. Um, which was a lot of classroom stuff and then a bit of practical stuff, um, you know, which is fun because you're just... Um, I remember one time we, we were having to do um, practice... <laughs> practice on one of those plastic people called that you do, you oh, know... Oh, like that's, that's the one. Anyway, so you have to... So the two um, the two guys that were training us were, were there with the, with the casualty on the floor and you have to sort of run in. And as I've run in, I've just... I'm quite clumsy. I've trampled on the dummy. <laughs> and at that point, we've all just, like, we just couldn't breathe for a few minutes. So there was mo- no point in me giving him mouth to mouth. I'd, I'd trampled crushed, him. Yeah, yeah, I'd crushed his chest. <laughs> oh, my God. There we go. But, but you still got, got another job. go. You still uh, got yeah. the job. Yeah. Um, what, you know, to say what prison you were in? I was at Chelmsford. And okay. is that like is a that man's, bad? woman's? It's men's. Um, men's? Yeah. I would not want to work with women. Hang on, wait a sec. You're in a, you're in a man prison. I'm in a man prison. And full of men. I didn't and know they the... had female prison officers in a man's prison. Yeah, and actually quite a lot now. It's, I mean, I think, again, back in the day, very few and far between. There's a lot of females now. And is it like a notorious prison? Is it bad Bad, bad men. Um, so it was a category B. So we, I mean, there's only category A, which is maximum security. So we we, we were a local prison. So we got a lot, everybody in that had been to court would just come in and then they would wait to sort of be sentenced. So we would have, you know, paedophiles, murderers, um, you know, I have got so many questions in my mind. I don't even know where to stop. Yeah. Okay, oh so God. first of all, it's okay, so you've got the job, you trampled on a dummy. Yeah. Your <laughs> first day were you... Shitting yourself? Were you nervous? Because um, obviously the prison officers, uh, the prisoners must know you're a newbie. Don't is there yeah, like? Do a... you know what? Mm. Yeah, and it is. It, what I find really disappointing again about the recruitment process is actually you. It's a really easy job in terms of you just just got to be able to talk to people. You just got to be able to ha- look at a situation, think right, something's something's going on there. And you could, there was always atmospheres. So when stuff was brewing, when it was about to kick off, you would feel an atmosphere, and we would be like, right, something's just just people were behaving strangely, and you got you were getting yourself geared up because you knew it would erupt at some point. It was going off. Yeah, so people, great that you can be good on a video game or whatever, <laughs> but if you can't talk to someone face-to-face... Assess a situation. Assess a situation, you're fucking useless. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so, your first day, uh, you know, did you? do they ease you in gently? No. Right, so hang on. So, so okay, so how do you know what the hell you're going to do with your... Like, you get into work, is there a rotor of where yeah. you are? So you go in, you get your keys, you get your baton, you pick your radio up and you look at the, the board and it will say which, which wing you're on. You do get assigned to a wing, which you're yeah. meant to be on most of the time, but that never used to happen. So you'd look and you'd see who, who you're on with and you'd be like, great, we're going to have a good day or, you know, I'm working with a bunch of idiots. So to be honest, your day can just literally... That changes everything. Seeing who you're working with and where you are either makes it or breaks it. And the guys in the prison, so when you first went in, it's your first day, obviously they know you're new. Were they making any comments at you or like heckling you or giving you any grief? Yeah, I mean, that's just that was just part and parcel of it. Like you just have to accept if you are female, they're going to ask you to get your 
Like, it's just how it goes. Fellow prison officers, did mm. you all get on? Is it, you have to obviously work as a team massively, I would yeah. have thought. Any, you know, what happens there? Do you know what? The other officers are worse than the prisoners. And I remember a really good friend of mine <gasps> saying, you won't ever leave because of the prisoners, you'll leave because of the staff. And if there's anybody else listening that was a prison officer, I'm sure they would say the same thing. Like, it's just gone of the days, again, I'm speaking from what I was told, you know, 10, 20 years ago, where you you were the officers, you ran the jail, the prisoners sort of did what you wanted them to do, and they knew if they didn't, there'd be consequences. This day and age, they, they run the jail, and we're just sort of there just, you know, right, assisting. So why what? is that? Because... Uh, I guess to generalise, that's that's how the world is now. It's it's they have a lot of power. So if you use force on them, you know you have to write huge reports. You you have to basically um, really explain yourself why you felt you had to do that. Which again, I'm not saying that that's wrong. Is it because the world's like quite PC these days? Is that very what you mean? very PC. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but that just you you you're working with with men that a lot of them are in and out of prison. So they you know they they remember officers that have been there you know, the old timers that are still there, they remember them. You know, they, they're they not stupid men. This is the thing that, all right, you know, people can say, oh, you're stupid because you end up in prison. But actually, when you put someone away that has all this time to think, mm. they, you know, they all they're focused on is whatever that is that they're plotting. Yeah. You know, we, we do our job, we go home and we ideally forget about it. But all they're thinking about is what they want to do what they're going to, you know, how they're going to get the drugs in, what what booze they're going to make in there, how they're going to, you know, fight another inmate that they hate, you know. that, And so mm. they can actually plot these things really well. And a lot of them have said to me, you know, we actually, we don't like this new way where it's all sort of like, you know, he can't say that and you can't do this. They, they want the structure. They want the routine. Mm. Yeah. And these days, you know, you push you them out of the way. <gasps> you know, it's a big Yeah, drama. you can't do anything, no. can you? Was there anyone in there that you thought was in there wrongly? So they yes. weren't guilty? Yeah. Oh, go on. Yeah. Tell us. Okay, so I ended up... So there was a time that it was COVID actually hit and they needed some more help in the kitchen. And I remember um, emailing the governor and I said, look, I used to run my own cafe. So, you know, I'm, um, I'm handy with, a, you know, a, an onion and a chopping board and all that. <laughs> would, would you like me to go in and help you? And she said, you know, that would be brilliant. So I went in and uh, they would have the set prisoners that would come in and that would be their job to work in the kitchen. So got to know them all, chatting to this one guy and he was, you know, a nice fella. If you walked past him in the street, you wouldn't make any particular assumption and be like, oh, you know, you're a dodgy bastard. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah just done that. it. Soz. Um, and anyway, he basically, he ran his own business and he was working um, for uh, a couple in this you know, big, big house and they were doing lots. I can't remember exactly what his trade was, but he's done a lot of work on this, uh, on this house, build them, and there was... They just didn't want to pay him. And he kept coming back and he was like, look, I think it was like 15 grand. Like, you owe me this money. Like, please, can you... You know, my, my, my bills are mounting up because of it. Anyway, he... This goes on and on and on. He isn't paid. And he said he was out with his wife and they were driving past the house and the couple had a new Mercedes on the drive, a new nice car that he said was about 70 grand. And he said he just absolutely saw red and he pulled into the driveway and he um, smashed the back door in, ooh, uh, um, and um, 
and went in and there was a bit of a a scuffle if you like actually i think the couple it was a gay couple they actually attacked him so he although yes he had you know broken into the house which you mm. shouldn't do kids but um he did but they actually attacked him the police were called and obviously was arrested and where he went wrong is that you just don't even if you just want to put the windows through again not great but it's because <laughs> not advised, he guys yeah <laughs> he and he went into the house yeah. and that then becomes a whole different ball game so he was Ooh. looking at eight years he got out after a year but you know he'd never been in prison before wife kids good job but he said he was it was making he was depressed at the time it's a lot of money to be owed and he just saw red when they had this fancy car on the drive as if they you know didn't give two shits about him mm. and to be honest i think that can happen to anybody and it's made me it's made me think that actually there's lots of people that end up in a situation that they never thought they would mm-hmm. does that make them a bad person are they going to rob an old lady mm. No. Yeah. yeah. I judge people by that. You leave the old people alone. Did yeah. he cope all right in prison then? Because like you say, he's not one of these people who's in and out of prison or committed crimes before. He, Was he? Did he struggle? No, he was actually okay because we, we got our group of workers from G-Wing and that is the enhanced wing. So one, if you get onto G-Wing because you've shown good behaviour, etc., you get the good jobs on there. So he came to the kitchen nearly every day. They had a good amount of gym time. You know, their wing was nicer than the other wings. So... He could have had it a lot worse. Um, okay, so when a prisoner goes into prison on their first day, what what happens? So they they'll come come off the Circo bus. They'll come into reception. The what, hang on, the what bus? The Circo bus. Do you ever see them driving around? They're like the, the white the police yeah, cars. Yeah. yeah, with the little black squares yeah. as the windows. Oh, okay. They're all sat in there in their little cubicles. Right. Um, so they'll come through. They'll go to reception. Like they'll, I never worked in the reception, but they, you know, there'll be a form to fill out. They'll have a picture taken. They'll have, they'll take off their, so if they've got particular belongings that they're not allowed to, to have, they're only allowed certain amounts of clothing. So certain amount of items. So they've come in, you know, head to toe Gucci. We're going to have to put them in, the, in, you know, in the, in the, oh God, some of them do come in all, you know, all singing, all dancing. And we're like, yeah, I don't think you're going to have those possessions long. Like you a, on the wing. Stephen Bear when he went to prison. He had a fur oh, coat on, didn't yeah. he? Fur, fur coat, coat, gold yeah. necklaces. Yeah. yeah. They got taken <laughs> off him. <laughs> they get that, they get that back when they leave, right? They get that back when they leave. Yes. Yeah, so it's all, so it's stored in like a big, um, a prop the, room. Right. Um, so they'll, be, they'll go on a, uh, a scanner, which will just make sure they're not and there's no drugs up, up the bum. Yeah, um, and that'll be it. And then they'll get they'll stay in reception for a little while, and then they'll all get they'll get allocated onto a wing. So every morning, uh, reception will ring round and say like, how many spaces do you have? Because they need to know the spaces that we've got. So on each wing, so they can say right, well, we, we're sending two down from reception. So they'll bell us and say right, you've got two coming over. They'll come onto the wing. Everyone's like. <gasps> Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, newbies, like being a newbie. I mean, like you said, I'm sure people are in and out of prison constantly. Yeah. So they'll know some of them. But if it's like a a new, is there any, uh, I know this is going to sound a bit controversial, but like your guy that kind of, Mm. you know, lost it. Does anyone ever walk in and you feel a little bit sorry for them? Yeah, we've had a couple of young lads, to be fair, um, that have walked in and you just, they're just petrified. Yeah, they're absolutely petrified. Anyone well-known, like a well-known case uh, that's been in prison when you were there and you were like, oh, or like a notorious person? 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. No, I know there was, um, we ha- I can't even remember what his name was, but there was a, a, a fairly, if you're into this style, type of music there was a, a rapper that came in that was well known I mean it's not my mm. yeah not my choice but yeah. um he was you know so people were talking about him but yeah. you know it wasn't Stormzy so no. we all need to just calm down it wasn't him yeah um, um so um we we want we want some stories you want some stories okay yeah. so give us a story so I um I rang one of my colleagues last night and I explained that I was going on this podcast because it's hard when, when you step away from that line of work and you're not with I don't see these people anymore because they're back back home um you know you just sort of forget about it. and I said right I'm going on this podcast you know we work together quite a bit you know can you just you know jog my memory a bit and he, I mean he came up with an absolute blinder <laughs> which was so we so security would say to us right we've got intel that this prisoner you know has got drugs and we want you to go search him and search the cell so we'll get given that task and two of us will go so me and my friend, we, um, we, we went into this cell and we were like, right, so we're here to do a, you know, a, a, a cell search. Anyway, he goes in his pocket and grabs something out and, and he's, he's making his way round to the back entrance. So I've launched myself at him, thrown him down onto the bed, you know, to try and, like, restrain him. So my colleagues then come round to try and wrestle with him um, to get the drugs package off him. But where the drugs package already was, was, you know, going up a certain tunnel. And um, <laughs> my friend's finger ended up inserting slightly into this um, oh, no. this guy's um, back door. Um, and he <laughs> he said that even the next day he could still, no. still smell oh, shit. No. Stop. <laughs> yeah. No, no. And, and what's their drugs there yeah yeah oh yeah, right, yeah, good, yeah. Good. So got he those. knew what was happening as soon as mm. we'd opened the door but i'm not being funny yeah, no like, then it's always their go-to always the go-to why? because isn't now that the most obvious place i mean not that there's lots of other places but why do they even bother because is it because you can't you're not you're not allowed to yeah well what we then do if we if we suspect that they're inside we then take them back to reception and then they'll go on the body scanner that they'd go oh. on when they come in because that will show what's but and then you just, just hope go, that they you've got it oh i can't hide it because well, i'm gonna go in the scanner and that's just yeah. embarrassing then isn't it <laughs> it's a bit boring though isn't it i mean <laughs> yeah you know it's, this is probably the, make the biggest thing for the money day. you know yeah yeah um another good <laughs> another good one um was so we so when when stuff kicks off you'll there'll be a, an alarm bell that comes over how does it sound to do it for us? Um, <laughs> is it like a wow, wow, 
wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a bit, yeah, a bit, okay. a bit sorry. I've never been in prison. Yeah. Is it quite loud? Um, very, very loud. Is it red lights? And the... No, there's no lights. Oh, no. oh yeah, not, I thought I mean, there'd be red no lights. There's no disco or anything. Right. Yeah. No, it's just, just, a, you <laughs> just know. an alarm. But this can be called in several ways. So in the, in the, um, well, everywhere, there'll be um, alarm bell buttons. So if you couldn't get to your radio or something like that to call it over the radio, you would press the button, the button and they it would say... Uh, the, the the communications officer would say, alarm bell, Delta Wing, two's landing, so you know to run up to the, the next level. Right. So we had this alarm bell come through, and it was on E-Wing, um, which is where, where that's where all the druggies went. That's where, That was like the druggie wing. Um, so anyway, so we're, we're, I'm running down, and as I get in, it's just like I met with, like, just, just smoke. Like, it was like stars in their eyes. I was like, you know, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be... And then when it clears, there's a prisoner in a wheelchair um, holding a fire extinguisher. Um, and he, I mean, he's got, I mean, he's like about to lob it at me. So I've, we, ha we have baton, so I've racked my baton and I've given him a, a, a whack, but he didn't have any legs. So I've whacked his willy, basically. Um, I mean, he dropped the did fire extinguisher. Say, did, it, yeah. did it get dropped? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So by whacking his willy, whacking his willy, well, I mean, saved the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't want a fire extinguisher lobbed at you. Do I you absolutely know? don't. But what's he trying to achieve? Well, it's a bit, it's a bit of excitement, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> well, like going on. Do you know what? It's, it's, but the thing is, because we, when you have an alarm bell, you run from all different wings. So mm. if you're, I wasn't on the wing at the time, so I, you're never privy. Which actually I prefer because when I've been on a wing, and like I said, you feel it bubbling. You're your guard gets up and you're starting to get yourself worked up because something's going to happen. When you're that person that's just running from wherever, the adrenaline's going. Yeah. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm giving it Linford Christie, you know, and, and one of my favourite <laughs> things to do was to overtake other officers because <laughs> I thought, you know, yeah. here you we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, so I, just, I just think that, and it, and it might be the same with the police force as well, that actually no one's got any pride in their, their fitness, you know, as in people just scrape the barrel. And I think, right, you're doing a job where we need to be able to... Hold your literally own. Literally hold your own, especially for females, you know, fight men essentially sometimes. Why don't you just put a bit of effort in and, you know, and again, this is not aesthetically how you look. This is just, you see, and they're, they're flagged, they're hot, they get to the incident and they're, and they're exhausted. like, oh, God, yeah, God. That, that, that'd, that'd be, a, that'd be me. I'd be like, oh, Zara yeah, sorted. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go Where's back Zara? to... <laughs> I'll yeah. go back to I'll take a slow walk back yeah. to, the, yeah. to the other wing. I was intentionally rung slowly, thinking, where's Zara? Yeah, she yeah. Comes. yeah. she'll, she'll be first hard. on the scene. Yeah. Were you a bit like that? Were you notorious as, like, the one that wants to get there first? Uh, maybe not notorious, but, you know, people would... Uh, people knew that I was, you know, into... Up for it. Yeah, up for it, into, you know, keeping a good level of fitness and, yeah. Were you ever scared? Was there a point where you ever felt a bit unsafe and a bit like, oh, I'm out of my depth here, don't like this? Yeah, there's, and again, this leads back to, again, who you're working with. You know, I've been in situations where it's been riots. You know, the, the prisoners are throwing their mattresses out over the land and they're throwing their possessions. You That's know, terrifying. We had this one time, there was this prisoner that was literally hitting a, another prisoner with a kettle. They'll throw boiling water over people. <sighs> and you're just like, I just, yeah, I just don't want to be involved in that. But if you're with the right... So the guy that I was working with that day when his finger went up the prisoner's ass, which, you know, the prisoner might... I don't think my colleague enjoyed it, but, you know, the prisoner might be like, oh, you know, two for one here. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you're with a team, you literally, you feel like 
invincible because you know that they're going to back you up. But when you're with people that just don't have that confidence in a situation, you know, we've had officers seriously injured. You know, that they the trick is with the hot water is they 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 make it sugary as well. So it will it will, you know, oh, burn your skin. Like, they don't care. Like, especially the ones that are in there for a long time. I think, I'm yeah. not getting out. Yeah. I don't care what I'm going to do to you. And mm. and one thing that's, being female, that's gone up is the level of attacks against women. Especially, I would say, a younger generation. They don't, don't care. care. They don't oh, care. And actually, I've terrifying. been in a situation before where I've been attacked by a younger um, prisoner. And the older lads on the, you know, he was... He oh, was dealt with happy. because they were like you. You don't. They were. They were almost like if you're going to fight, you fight one yeah. of the male officers. You don't. Oh, you don't. So some of the older prisoners actually yeah, oh, got yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. So he was then. Yeah, and then it's hard because you're like, well, thanks, I appreciate it, but then you've then got to deal with them dealing with, with them. With yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Us, you know, but yeah. there were some that were really like, I'm a prisoner, I've done wrong, but. There's some things you, you, don't, you don't do. You don't treat females like yeah. that, you know. Um, so uh, you hear a lot of the time that when when people go to prison, um, it's it's sometimes not punishment. They've got like TVs in their room and they oh, get fed yeah, and yeah. there's a gym and yeah. they can... Is that actually... Actually the case. What it's like? Yeah. So, so they have, yeah, they'll have PlayStations, they have TVs. Um, but why is that? Vape. Who makes the decision that it's okay for them to have a PlayStation in their room? Is it just the higher the the? the... Yeah, I mean that again. That they will have these things taken off them, so there will be punishment. That if they do something, they'll have the TV taken off them for seven days. But actually, all that happens is they just kick off, cause a massive scene, and then it gets given back to them anyway. It's oh, like really? it, it's so bizarre. Oh, and, <laughs> stupid question. When they have the TVs, what have they got like? Netflix. No. What have they got? What do they Just, watch? It's, it's like standard free view. Right. But what's great, what's funny actually is when you used to do a night shift, um, they so you when you would come on, they would all be in bed, so to speak. So they'd be behind the door. They've had the dinner. But what what time is bedtime? Out of interest. Um, again, it would depend on which wing, but ideally, like five o'clock ish, they'd be behind the door. And in bed, mate. Oh. You need to go to prison. <laughs> yeah. This is this is a bit yeah. of you. So they have tea and then they're locked. So, they, so when so you say go to bed, they have to be in at five and they're not allowed. Much. I mean, things were different pre-COVID. They were coming out for evening association, which is where they social. They just you know they hang out round the wing. But um, during COVID, everything you know was was so strict. So and then they just kept the routine. So they'd come down, they get the dinner, they go to the room, we bang them up. That was it, done. So then when the night person came on. There was nothing to do. You were literally just answering. Because they're all they, in their be cells. On Some of them would be on their bells all the time. Yeah. You know, miss. Oh, you know, can I have a magazine? Do they call miss, you miss, do they? Miss. Do yeah. they? Yeah. They have a magazine? What magazine? Like a car magazine? Well, <laughs> any that we've just got, you know, lying around. I mean, I'm not, you know, I wasn't giving them titty magazines or no, anything no, like that. Of course but, yeah, no. just, but, <laughs> but they can be quite annoying because they'll just constantly. And the thing is, you get, they, they monitor how long it takes you to answer the cell bell. So even though you know it's that same old guy just wanted yeah. to ask, you know, talk absolute nonsense, you still got to go up and yeah. answer it. What, what happens? Because um, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of me. So if I, if I, God forbid, ever went to prison, which I ever don't, but like you say, it could happen to anyone, couldn't yeah. it? You could lose your mind. <laughs> anyway, um, I would just live in sheer panic. I, like yeah. you must have men and women, but you must have men that go in there that just 
cannot deal with it. Yeah. What happens to them? Well, it depends. There'll be some that we have to assess and we'll move them off the wing for their own safety. Right. But then you get a lot that will play it because they want to move off the wing. Right. But then you get a lot of people that can't be on the same wing together. So, for instance, if we've got ones that are all in the same case together... You, you have to look carefully at where you want to put them. So there's so there's so much that goes into just trying to make it work. Even though I said, you know, it's it's an easy job in terms, in terms of you turn up, you open some doors, you shut some doors, you try and keep the peace, yeah. you feed them, you blah, blah, blah. But it's not, it's not it's, that easy, there, is There it? is more to it in the sense of, you know, he can't go on there because he's in a court case with him. And, you know, there's all these little other things things that you, that you have to think about not necessarily that i would have to because you'd have senior officers above you but you need to be aware you need to and you would get to know you know and they had the they had the groups they, they had the gangs that were in prison so you'd have the you know there would always be a leader on a wing yeah or a couple of leaders so yeah. you always yeah i wanted to that. ask you a bit more of that because you know when you see like prison like films or documentaries or series or whatever yeah. there's always like the top dog yeah isn't there's there? a peck and no order. one no one messes how do you get yeah. to be top dog how how do you know what some of them will just stroll on in and And it's almost like it's just given to them but again it's it's and also so many of them know each other you know so they all come oh hello mate yeah you know it's only only selling drugs with you a week ago and you know here we are like they a lot of them know each other and a lot of them would have been involved in some way with each other so actually it will just they'll just turn up and they know they have that authority from however they were on the outside you i know? guess it's like normal life isn't it like yeah. you just get that yeah. in normal life yeah. well, look at the like, same in prison like, like big brother you put a yeah. load of not not criminals normal people in there look how much that erupts i mean i know yeah. it's not the same but essentially you're putting a lot of people together and they're bad most of them not very nice people yeah. so yeah. you know you it's gonna kick off isn't it yeah question do you think prison works? Do you think uh, like the ref- you know reforming someone and all that kind of stuff is is that something that actually happens? Yes, but I think it's a very 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 small percentage. So oh, yeah, really? I believe I believe in in prison and I believe that there should be the punishment, but I actually think we don't we we can't reform characters where we're making it so easy for them to reoffend again and give them you know, some of them come back into prison because they make more money there by selling drugs. Mm. So to them, they get a roof over their head, they don't have to pay any bills, they can have their visit- visitors come once a week, they can go to the gym, they get fed, and they'll they'll deal drugs in prison. So why why be out really? I bet it's quite a nice life for some people. So someone who's had like a really hard life yeah. on the outside or, I don't know, been homeless or whatever, I guess prison actually is quite a nice life. And you hear about the people who actually come out of prison, they want to get back in, don't yeah. they? Because they get so used to it and yeah, they yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, don't, there, there's always going to be, like the gentleman I spoke about that had, you know, he couldn't wait to leave. That was no place for, oh, for yeah. him, you know. Um, but, but the majority... That you know, it's nothing to them. And again, because of because of the control they have over us, so you know they get what they want. All they have to do is cause a scene. They know they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I I just watched the Jill Dando documentary yeah, yeah. on Netflix, and there's the guy, isn't there, who gets put in prison, and he was wrongly accused. I think wasn't he? Is that right? I actually haven't watched it. I don't so know. I. Yeah, it's it's so good, but it talks about him going into prison and like how he found it. And there was another inmate who's been interviewed as well, who was in there for something else, and he was meant to be in there. But he said like when he went in, everyone because obviously it was such a big case, wasn't it, the Jill Dando murder, and everyone was quite like excited for him to come in. 
and people were like, wanted to see what he was like. This like this guy who you know gu- allegedly gunned down Gildando, and he went in and he was really um, not good in there. Like he was really struggling and just couldn't cope in there. But this one particular guy, he wasn't on his wing. So he was like, yeah, and he's talking about it really openly. He's like, yeah, I just faked a heart attack one day just so I get to go down and see him. And I, so I said to him, did you do it, mate? And he went, no. So he do, a lot of people do that as well, like fake Oh, all the time. Illnesses. And because, you know, and sometimes you've got to take them to hospital, you know, so then they'll get a little trip out to, you know, to Chelmsford Hospital and they can sit there and have some cups yeah. of tea and just get away. You know, like, And this is what I mean. They are not stupid mm. like they they know how to work the system and we sadly and I, and again i'm sure the police feel the same they don't give us the right powers anymore so this just opens them up to just you know doing what they want and i think it's very hard for us and actually i would say all the good people leave all the all the good officers are like i'm not i i'm not, why would i stay and do this because they actually generally want to make a difference they want to see people yeah, turn before, their lives around yeah. and keep some order but you, but but we're not allowed to do it the way we want to do it so a lot of people just go oh, just, why, why would i stay um so i don't want to get into like what happened but obviously the biggest a very big case recently was um lucy letby mm. and um she's obviously gone to prison for like you know, for life, she's never coming out, and rightly so. Um, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, she's going to get in prison. They're just going to, they're just going to kill her. They're just yeah. going to do something to her." Yeah. So when you go into prison, and obviously there is a, a risk for her life, um, and you have to protect her, which is bizarre, but you do. Um, how does that work? So it's solitary confinement. What, yeah, where, she, what is that? Yeah, she would, especially someone with such a high-profile case, she won't be mingling with she it. won't see or the only people she might do is the the you know they'll have um certain you know like with the, the g-wing workers that i told you about when they've got that level of enhancement she might be on a wing like that, that that it's just the people that are working really hard to just you know get on with what they're doing they don't want to get in any trouble you know it look, looks good for them so she she might be allowed to mingle on a wing like that but you know the chances are she'll be yeah, she'll be that, on her own. That would for a while. be really weird, though, as well, wouldn't it? You know, like if you're a good, like a, one of the good ones in prison, sort of thing, do it, and then you're mingling with like somebody so notorious, like it's yeah. so weird. I mean, anybody. So basically, for, for, for where I was, if you were a paedophile or you did something to an animal, you know, they're coming after you. So what we had a whole separate wing. So where the G wing, where we had the workers, the other side of G wing was the red spur, and the red spur was all the paedophiles. So they had to be moved around the prison when no one else was allowed to. So we would say, you know, we're taking the taking these guys and everybody had to stop what they're doing and make, because otherwise they'll just get attacked. Just, yeah. God. Um, no, you can do anything. You could literally kill 10 people. But if, if, you're, you, a, if you're a paedophile, then, you that's know, it. that's it. Yeah. Um, and when you go into like solitary confinement, are you are you just literally on your own? You stay in that room, they, you just get your food, you go out. You would. Yeah. So own. they will. They Everything will be done on, you know, a re- regime just for them. And will so they have a TV? <laughs> she probably will have a TV. Yeah. That's so weird, God. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because it's because now they see it all as that, you know, the, these are their basic, basic human, human rights. rights. Mm. Yeah. Which... Uh, I, but I don't want to get into that because it's an awful case. But yeah, it is. It's it's fascinating, though, isn't it? Like what she will be doing in prison now. Well, not a lot, hopefully. Just 
Watching TV. Watch, yeah. 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 Watching herself on Gosh. TV. Actually, and then I guess um, as a prison officer, you will have your favourites, right? It's like a teacher. You always have your, you mm. always have your favourites. Yeah. When you're dealing with someone that's done something really, really bad, is it really hard to kind of separate yeah. it yeah. from it? Because, and again, I think that comes down to how the officer is. So I think I'm somebody that's very, yeah, if I like you, I like you. And people know, like, I'm an enthusiastic character. So, you know, if, if someone means a lot to me, they know that. If I don't like you or you don't interest me, not that I would be rude, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to be that same person because also I think it's a disservice to myself and them. Don't give the impression to someone that you're super keen when you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. do that to them. Yeah. You know, if you're not yeah. keen, then, yeah. then just... Leave so it. I guess so, as a prison officer, you just some you would chat to maybe a bit more, yeah, so, but yeah. others you were just like, no, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom, I'm, just, I'm not interested. Yeah. yeah, I'm really not interested. And I just um, and it's really hard because they would be the ones that if you were to ever give off, you know, say something you shouldn't say, they'll be the first ones to run off to the governor or someone mm. higher. Be like, she said this. God. Yeah. And how long were you a prison officer for? About three years. And would you say you enjoyed it? You enjoyed your time? I'm really glad I did it. I'm really glad I did it. I think it was, and a, and a lot of people said to me, you know, we can see why you're here. Like, I think you, you get people that do a job and you think, yeah, that's, you know, well suited. And I, and I'm glad because I felt like I, you know, a lot of people go in they, and, and they hated it. They'd come in. And they'd be like, God, I'm here at this shithole again. But, you know, and they were like, God, it would bring you down. Mm. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know, okay, but, you know. You're here. So kick some ass. Yeah, yeah. People. And you've got to make the best of it, I and guess, And then write a you? massive report about it. Yeah. Oh, um, no. You know, yeah, you've got to just, you know, at the end of the day, we're there. We're being paid. We've, you know, we've we've got to try and don't do it then. If you hate it, yeah. this is what really used to irritate me. They moan, moan, moan. Go get another it. job then. Yeah, And I guess with that sort of job, you need morale to be high because you're yeah. dealing with such awful people yeah. that you need people to be like, right, come on. Yeah, but we, but but people like me were few and far between. At that point, that, that prison had just been going, you know, down, 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 down. And when I speak to people that still work there, the staff shortage, shortages are just shocking. Oh, really? And, and then you can't operate the regime no, properly. You don't say. have enough staff. So when you turn up and it's go, oh, yeah, so-and-so six, so-and-so six, so-and-so, you're like, right, great. So then you're having officers being pulled up other wings that you mm. don't work. But it, the whole dynamic will just change. And what they don't realise is that you're letting you're letting us down yeah. while you're sitting at home. And yes, sometimes it was valid, but a lot of the time they could just like, well, I'm, you know, I'm depressed now because of this. I'm not coming in. I'm not coming in. But then we're then left dealing with it. Yeah. Just really quickly, I've just thought of something as you were talking. Then um, this prisoner who escaped recently from prison. Yes. Yeah, that wasn't mm. your prison, was it? No. No. Um, what would have, like, how can somebody escape from prison? <laughs> well, so what he did, so he was actually on, uh, I, I don't know whether he was on the bid food truck. So we're working in the kitchen, the bid food used to deliver our, uh, our food. So it would come in through the gate, uh, an officer would come out, he would search the vehicle, meant to look underneath, and then he would escort them through all the gates you know, where it was going. So what I think has happened is that somehow he has managed to get himself underneath and he's got into the, 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 the you know, the the, uh, the gate hold and they've just not checked underneath. On purpose? Was, Do you okay. think they didn't check or...? Well, this is the question, isn't it? But mm. you'd like to think no, because you think, what do you what do you get out of that? Even if they're... And, and, you know, and they're trying to bribe officers all the time. Will you bring this in for me? If I give you, if I give you a couple of grand... 
can you get me this? Can you, you know, they're constantly trying to do that. I mean, why would you, why would you risk it, really? Mm, yeah. Why would you risk it? So I would really like to think that it was just a complete oversight, being lazy, but, I mean, yeah. there'll be a few less staff at that prison Ooh, now. I oh, I bet, yeah. Fascinating. Oh, honestly, it is. There, is, there is something about prisons that is just yeah, fascinating. We don't usually it's, get to go in. It, do yeah, you? we don't get to go in. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, when I was there, I was like, I'd love just to, you know, like show and tell. Can I just bring some of my friends? Yeah, in? have a little walk. Just around. have a little wander around. Yeah, just to, because you can't. I think people see, feel like they have more of an insight into police because, mm. uh, you know, people have been, you know go in there being cautious, you know, but that's more likely to happen or you go into a station to give a statement or whatever, was no one, can, unless you're visiting or you're the actual prisoner or you work there, no one's going in there. So it's just... It's the it unknown, is isn't it, a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. And I think it was... I'm glad I did it. I'm glad that he told me to go get a proper job. In a, I know it sounds rude, but I think what he was trying to say is go get a job where you, you get a pension, you're getting regular money. Yeah. You know, if you're going to eat all their food, fine, you're not paying for it. You know, yeah. that was probably yeah. the longest Actually, short you would never have done that, I guess, would you? No. And it's a life experience, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been absolutely fascinating, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, fascinating. Thank you so much Welcome. for coming in and talking about it. I know that loads of people are going to be like, oh, listening absolutely. to this. Oh, juicy. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell juicy. them if they want to know more, come have their fannies. Laser, yeah. I'll tell them. I'll tell them more. All the stories. What, yeah. what, what, what all, a great thing all to your do. balls. Listen, guys. I'm not any of you. I'll take. I'll take anything. Listen. <laughs> Thanks, I love love. It. Sarah. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Just quickly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, you are going to get all the juicy extra bits that we don't talk about on the normal podcast. And trust us, they're good. They are good. And no adverts. So click the link in the bio of this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Or you'll find it on our Insta at The Laura and Becky Show.